This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, November 23, 2010. I'm Caleb Brown. The Federal Reserve is charged with a dual mandate, maintain full employment and maintain price stability. Few people believe that the Federal Reserve ever worries the same amount about both obligations. Is that mandate in any way reasonable? Gerald P. O'Driscoll Jr. is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute and a former vice president at the Federal Reserve Bank of Dallas. He comments. A popular criticism of the Federal Reserve is that it has two jobs to do, uh, maximize employment and maintain price stability. So how has it done since 1913? Well, that's a good question. Um, it, it hasn't been a good record. Certainly, it wasn't a good record in the interwar period. Uh, there was a inflation associated with World War I then very quickly, and then there was a period of uh, expansion in the 1920s, followed by the Great Depression. Uh, Post-war, many people feel that it's done a better job, but there are some critics that say it actually, even in the post-war period, hasn't done that great a job. And one thing that actually complicated uh, its performance was the requirement that's been there since 1970s, the legal requirement to maintain both price stability or low inflation and uh, to maintain full employment. And uh, this is like the maintaining full employment is like imposing godlike responsibility on them. There's no metric for it. It's, if I understand that the wording correctly, it's something to the effect of a, a co-equal requirement that they that they work on these things. And obviously, at any given point uh, in our in the history of the Federal Reserve, they haven't been co-equally worried about no, no. full employment and uh, price stability. That's correct. Uh, normally, they focus more on full employment. Uh, Not that anybody knows precisely. Certainly, it's not a scientifically defined idea. And there's great uh, differences in people's estimation of what full employment would be at any given moment. But they have focused more on that. And only when inflation gets out of hand do they turn to the price stability uh, uh, focus. And by the time inflation gets out of hand... It's out of hand. And then they have to take more actions, more stringent actions, actions that not only slow the economy but stop the economy that cause a recession. Uh, their actions have to be more as violent than they would have been if they had simply maintained uh, a focus on price stability. So now there is uh, uh, has arisen uh, a suggestion that they be given only the one mandate, which is the only thing they really can do, which is to... Uh, have low inflation or maintain price stability. All right. And that is to focus them on one goal. Price stability uh, as the singular goal of the Fed. Uh, How would that work? They they have, I mean, clearly they haven't done a very good job maintaining price stability uh, in in the last hundred years or so. No. they have not. The idea of, of a central bank is it can prove, improve on, uh, or the idea at the time was it can improve on the operation of a, of a gold standard system or a commodity standard system. But when you look at how commodity standard systems work, they produce more price stability than central banks have produced. Uh, so where's the improvement? Now, again, the, uh, the argument is that certainly it would make things easier and hold them more accountable if they had only one goal. They could not then have an excuse that they had to worry about uh, full employment. And after all, uh, full employment is really the outcome of a well-functioning market economy. It's It's the economy, it's the free market that produces full employment. Uh, The idea that full employment is produced by a government agency is really amazing. 
Not so surprising, though, necessarily. No, no, no. Politicians get into these things, and they obviously everybody had the Great Depression in mind. They wanted that never to happen again. And so I understand the motivation back in the 70s when these this was enacted that was to prevent the Fed from ever producing another Great Depression. But day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month requirement that it adjust its policy to try to maintain employment at what's called full employment is imposing, again, a godlike responsibility on it. There is a conceit, uh, a Monday morning quarterbacking mm-hmm. that goes on a lot, even among libertarians who have no particular affinity for the Federal right. Reserve, that they should have seen this coming. They should have known that this was... Uh, uh, going to happen. But there again, that is a uh, uh, imposing, I guess, some sort of godlike uh, omniscience onto people who are, of course, human and the economy is, of course, dynamic. Right. Um, the solution to uncertainty in men's lives, the solution is to rely on rules, to rely on either explicit rules or implicit rules, rules of thumb, legislative rules, and Again, the, the, the man, giving them only one mandate is imposing a rule on them. If they had had that one mandate, would we have avoided this? Uh, that's a subject that's going to be debated for a long time. After all, the Great Depression is 80 years past, and economists still don't agree on what caused it. Gerald O'Driscoll is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute and a former vice president at the Federal Reserve Bank of Dallas. You can read more of his work at Cato.org. 